So, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Book Group, brought to you by yours truly, Julia, and the folks at Accessible World. I read a book that I have, um, I guess I reread a book, technically. I guess that's the sign that you're getting old. When you read a book you already read and don't remember the plot. <laughs> So uh, this book is called Elfland by Frida Warrington. I think we probably read it way back when we were reading books for a book club. And this particular version, there's people called ethereals. And I guess they're, they're kind of like elves as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they live with humans and there's the race of elves who live on Earth and they're called Beethere. And then the ones, because I guess Earth is called Beeth in this version. Then the ones who live under, I guess, in the spiral, which is the elf world, they're called Elir, and um, starts out with the gatekeeper Lawrence basically not allowing people to go through because they have certain festivals called the Night of the Summer Stars, and I don't really want to give away the plot, but it's twenty hours. I liked it quite a bit, except. The ending didn't sit well as well with me this time as it did with the first time, but I don't really want to spoil it too much. So I don't know if anyone else has read that book. Can anyone hear me? Yep, you're yeah. coming through. Okay. You're fine. We just didn't answer because we did we didn't. We haven't. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So that's your book? Yes. Okay. Um, Phoebe, you want to go next? Oh, sure, I guess. Um, uh, so this month I'm going to talk about The Trials of Morgan Crow by Jessica Townsend. And um, this is a kid's book, I guess, or middle grade. Um, it follows uh, the main character is Morgan Crow, and she is um, 11 years old. And um, in this book, there are uh, children that are born on a certain day are known as cursed children. And uh, cursed children always die on a certain day. Um, not sure how long or how, I don't think there's like a set um, number of years, but um, in the, like in the book, there are, um, well, time is, I guess, divided into ages, and ages seem to be several years, although the number of years can change in an age. Um, and any child born on the last day of an age will die on the last day of uh, the next age. And for Morgan, um, 
it is believed that she will die on, um, well, a, a year after uh, the beginning of the book. Um, and, you know, of course, she's not happy about that. And also, uh, cursed children are blamed for anything that goes wrong um, near them. And, and like anything that can possibly be blamed on them is blamed on them. And so um, Morgan has, um, you know, grown up being blamed for things like um, old women breaking their hips as they, you know, look at her or um, children misspelling words in a spelling bee after she wishes them luck, um, or even, you know, bad weather after she, you know, makes an offhand comment about the weather. If it turns bad, it's clearly her fault. Um, and so uh, the book begins as, uh, she knows um, she doesn't have long to live. And um, in their town, there is um, there's something called a bid day where all the children uh, that are her age um, will, you know, gather. And anyone who is looking for an apprentice can go and make an offer to the child um, and they can choose um, whose apprentice they want to be. And uh, Morgan wants to go just to watch, uh, but she actually does get um, offers, but then it turns out uh, she is told that all the offers for her were just pranks um, from, you know, mean-spirited people. And um, so she's, uh, you know, not, she doesn't um, sign anything. But then that night, um, someone pushes a contract under her door um, uh, for something called the Wondrous Society. And of course, she just, you know, wants to pretend that it is real, even though she doesn't believe it is. So she signs it anyway. And, you know, throws it into the fire. Um, but then it, um, it actually turns out that the age is ending a year earlier than everyone thought. So um, she's going to be, you know, dying, um, you know, a year earlier than she thought. And on the night of her death, um, where like all Chris children are supposed to die at midnight on the last night of the age. 
Um, but so on that night, she's um, having dinner with her family who uh, they don't seem to be um, really too upset that she's dying. Um, but she's, um, as she's having dinner, a strange man comes to the house and um, offers to take her away um, because she signed this contract. And um, yeah, so of course she would rather go with him than face certain death. And, um, you know, so she does, uh, she goes with uh, him. His name is uh, Jupiter North. And um, he takes her to this um, other world, I guess. Um, and it, uh, it turns out he wants her to join the Wondrous Society, which is just, you know, it's a society of uh, people with special talents. And, um, but in order to join the society, there are a few uh, trials for her. To, she will have to um, pass in order to join. And, um, of course, she doesn't know if she can do it and um also as she arrives in this other world that's called nevermore um bad things start happening around this uh city i guess and um her guardian, I guess, uh, Jupiter North is um, kind of responsible for taking care of a lot of these problems. And so he gets called away a lot more than usual. And of course, she blames herself because she believes um, she's causing all this bad stuff to go to go on. And, um, and so she has all these doubts about, you know, whether she even belongs there or, you know, if she was actually supposed to die. And anyway, if also if she doesn't um, make it into this wondrous society, she will um, have to go back home and she will die there. Um, so, of course, she's really nervous about it, and, oh, well, I guess that's the general plot, and there's um, some other stuff that's going on kind of behind the scenes, which becomes important at the end of the book, but I don't want to spoil that at all. Um, kind of at the beginning it feels a lot like a roll doll book um especially with uh jupiter north as kind of like a willy wonka character or maybe like the doctor who character um 
yeah, I really like the characters in this book. Um, especially there's a giant talking cat who's that's always fun. So, um, yeah. It's a, it's a fun little book. Um, and I believe, I think it's the first book in a trilogy, although um, only the first one is available from Bard so far. So, anyway. Yes, that's it for me. Okay, very good. Um, cool. All right, how are you doing, Julia? Are you uh, are you off the lift or? Yep, are you I'm still back on? home. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I guess uh, I guess if this is ladies first, I'll go, and then we can have Marshall. Um, I have been reading, or I should say, rereading. Uh, the Tomily by David Eddings, and I'm in the third book at the moment. I really enjoy David Eddings for a couple of reasons. Number one, he is the master of sword and sorcery type fantasy. And I've always liked the, the sword and sorcery type stuff because... You know, there's magic and there's swords and there's, you know, um, medieval type uh, fighting and, and so forth. And it's not, it's very light. It's, although he, he does, uh, the second reason I like David Eddings is because he explores the relationship between God and man. And he has all these different gods. And like in the uh, Norse mythology, the gods are immortal, although they can be killed. And they are not perfect. They make mistakes. And they cause trouble and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of interesting. And... Um, the main character of the whole trilogy is Sparhawk. And Sparhawk, uh, we saw in the um, Elanium. And he is a hero, and he has possession of a blue sapphire uh, rose, which is the embodiment of the um, the good forces in the universe and um, how he uses it and why he uses it and um, that sort of thing. And, and I really, as they say, I enjoyed this book because he explores, you know, human motives and why people do the things they do, which I really enjoy. And I like the characters, so I was rereading um, because life has been rather, uh, well, a bit crazy recently. Um, I have uh, experienced the death of a couple of friends and um, things like that. So I've been looking for good fantasy to kind of... Um, 
counteract all the things that are going on. Um, I do have good news on my side of the board, though. Uh, I went for to the doctors this, um, this past Monday, and they said, well, you don't have any cancer, according to the scans that we took. So uh, I was very pleased about that, which means I don't have to have any more treatments. So I'm good to go. So I'm, I'm happy about that. So. That's, That's great. Yep. And yeah, I love. Oh. Well, I guess it's my turn now. It is your turn. Okay. Well, I'm rereading a series of books. The primary character is Bailey Ruth Rayburn. The first book in the series is called Ghost at Work, and I believe the author is Carolyn Hart. Oh, yes. Okay. I've got that on my TBR list. And the primary character is an well, she's dead and is sent back to Earth by the Department of Good Intentions to rescue someone <laughs> who is in trouble. And it turns out the person to be rescued, well, is her daughter-in-law, I believe. And she doesn't know her powers, so she has to learn those. And she has to follow a certain set of rules, most of which she regards as mere nuisances. And it's a mystery. Uh, and she goes through all this stuff, adventures, um, like moving a dead body when you don't, can't. She, if she's physic, if she's visible, she can. Well, she can move stuff physically, whether she's visible or not. But she doesn't have any superpowers, so she and this woman have to move a murder victim from the back porch of the, I guess it's a rector, rector, rectory. Rectory, where, yes. Yes, rectory. where the where the priest. Where the Catholic priest lives. Yeah. And they have to move the body and. So they have to move that. But then she finds out that that was a mistake. She shouldn't have moved it. And it's, oh, you know, she uh, has her way of, in one instance, she um, does bad things to the mayor of the town, Adelaide, Oklahoma. I don't know if that's a real town or not. Probably but the not. Mayor, the mayor is, you know, kind of a bureaucrat uh, who's very impressed with herself. And she haunts the bureaucrat by sprinkling paper clips in her hair. And <laughs> that she does things like that. And anyway, I enjoy it. It's fluffy. 
Um, but I'm basically, I'm kind of stuck in a, a reread mode. I can't find very much that is new in the fiction side of things. Uh, so I am rereading books I've read before. I'm glad you mentioned David Eddings. I can go back and reread them, and that ought to keep me busy for another two or three months. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, just start with the uh, start with the Belgariad, and they keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, but I certainly understand you're you're wanting to reread stuff because I I get in that kind of mode myself. Well. Oh. I think I know why. I was listening to the news tonight, and they said, surprise, that the political situation in Washington is causing stress in the general population. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. I mean, you know, it's just I know. Like, it's so, like, dull. Yeah, right. Well, here I am all by myself, except for Pal here, and I'm yelling at the TV and <laughs> calling, well, you know, calling names. all sorts of names and stuff and yelling at the TV out loud. You know, talk about stress. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just... There was one political, one president of the United States back in the late 1800s, and I'm not sure if it was Taft or somebody else, but he weighed about 350 pounds, and he was basically a screw-up, according to the historians today. And I was thinking, I sure wish we weren't lifting, didn't have a Taft as president. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well. You know, um, and I've been listening to my iPod announce breaking news, and they can't seem to make up their mind whether they're going to in, impeach Trump or not. And even if they impeach him, the Senate probably won't vote for conviction. Oh well, they'll talk about it till uh, till it's time <coughs> for the elections, and then hopefully we can get him out. You know, I mean, that, yeah. that's what's going to happen. They're going to do an awful lot of talking in the next few months. Well, yep. that's why I've kind of stopped listening to the news. I, you know, I like some of the good things I hear on the news, but they're just too much of this yammering about <laughs> what Trump has done or hasn't done and what he thinks he's done and what he thinks he hasn't done. Yes, don't you love his his expressions? Oh, it was a beautiful phone call. Was it? Yeah, really. Uh, okay. That's well, right up there with. He's a great guy, a really great guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, so um, I hope that whoever is editing this will edit all this out. Yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot we're editing, but. Yeah, we're we're being recorded, so. Um, to the to the editor, um, please to remove all this political stuff. Um, in but fact, anyway, one last little bit. There are five or six books in the series, um, and they're all pretty good. Um, 
they're fluffy, but that's kind of what I need now. Uh, so, but thank you for the suggestions about David Eddings. No problem. Yeah, David Eddings is good. Um, yeah. yeah, I love the Elenium and the Tamuli. How do you say that? Tamuli. Tamuli. Tamuli, yeah. I couldn't um, get into the Belgariad and the Malorian, though. I got all the way to, like, what was it? I think it must have been, like, the beginning of the other series, the Malorian, I think. And then I just lost interest. I don't know. Oh, dear. It didn't, wow. didn't grab That's... me the same way the other series did. Oh, it's interesting well. because I think I tried to read the other series. I think that's the one that has the sapphire rose in it. Yeah, right, right. And I had trouble getting into that one, but maybe <laughs> I'll try to give it another crack. Yeah, you might want to. Um, I think you'll like Sparhawk. He's he's all right. I like Sparhawk, and uh, I like Sophrenia and uh, you know the the uh, flute. Yes, flute, right. <laughs> so, anyway. No, well, it's great. it's great news about your cancer. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Definitely happy, and I'm most grateful to, uh, to the powers that be, I, I have to say, um, and the doctors. And so, you know, life is good. So, um, let me check my handy-dandy calendar here. Um, this is September still. October. Okay, we're on the fourth Wednesday, is that it? I believe so. Yep. Second, ninth, 20, okay, the 23rd. I think it be the 23rd. Yes, the 23rd. I'm looking 23rd, right at it. okay. On my handy-dandy Braille calendar from the Xavier Society. <laughs> so, they, they send out good calendars. I like them. They're on I didn't a, know there was... They, they, they call them the pocket calendars, and um, they, uh, you know, they have all the... the holidays and the saints days and all that because it's a catholic calendar but you know it's um it's on a uh ring binder you know so that you can uh pull the pages around oh. go from month to month it's, it's a oh nice yeah calendar. they yeah. still make those yeah i used to yeah have yeah they still make them cool okay i should get one for next year there you go call them in november <laughs> So, well, um, so that's our next meeting day. Does anybody have anything else? Here I am sort of running a meeting. Julia, have you got anything else? <laughs> um, not really. Um, I don't know. One of these days we'll have to see if we can do two rounds of books. Maybe, like, go back in our book archives and look something. Like, not actually read I don't know. Then we'd have to read two books. Hmm. Not sure about that one. No, I don't think I want to read two <laughs> books. I don't mind dredging up something I've read before. Yeah, I think that's more what I was thinking. 
like doing current book and then past book or something to make the meetings a bit longer. But I mean, ah. if that works for everyone, I just threw it out there because I thought of it right now. Well, it's a, it's a possibility. Just tell us or what just, you want to do. Just this. pick one of the books that showed up on Bard recently. Um, like in the past few weeks and see that's in fantasy because the, uh, the descriptions I read in Bard, they're ju they just don't grab me. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's not just fantasy. It's science fiction and mystery and everything else, of, huh? No. Just, yeah. about just about everything. Um, oh. oh dear! You know, I read a. There were a few books I read by her, Harry Turtledove, and I liked the first two series I read the, on Bard. They were science fiction, and then he got most of what he writes is science fiction in alternate history. Right. And then he read some and. I, wrote some and I just could not get into them and they just released his one of his latest series which is called The Hot War and it's what happens what would have what could have happened if Harry Truman had invaded Korea and the United States and the Soviet Union start nuking each other Ugh. And, you know it just didn't have any qualities that I want to read about. Well, then you shouldn't read. I'm not. What can I say? But, you know, it's just, it just seems like none of the, I don't know if it's the bard descriptions or what, but the books just don't grab me the way they used to. Um, anyway... I'd like to find something that would get me reading again. Anyway, that might that sounds like a good idea, Julia. Okay. Um what does everybody else think? Yeah, it does. So do you want to do it next month or what? Yeah, we could try it next month. Okay, so um, you're going to write up a, a, a blurb about next month, so explain it a little in there so that right. I, I sort of know what I'm doing. Okay. And, um, we'll go from there. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, um, next meeting is on October 23rd, and... Um, if that's it, I will um, vacate the premises. Okay. I want to get back and see if they rescue the queen. <laughs> so I'm going to do that, if that's mm -hmm. all right with everybody. Good night yep. now. Good night.
Have a good month. Okay. <laughs> yep. Good night, everybody. Nice.